Talk lines open now at 247-2000. It is another beautifully gorgeous, amazing day out there here in Ketchikan, Alaska. I'm Catherine Tatsuda. Welcome to First City Forum, my friends. It is Tuesday, April 26th. I can't even believe it. Where has this year like seriously flown away to? I don't know. I hope it's in paradise having the best time ever. (laughs) It's been feeling kind of like paradise. I don't know. It was a little stormy and whatever the other day, but for the most part, the last couple of weeks have been pretty good, which I'm thankful for. So I have a very special guest on the air with me today, and I'm super excited to talk with my friend, Austin Hayes. Hello, Austin. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning. It's so nice to see you. It's great to see you, too. Yeah. We might have uh, Katie Posey with Arts Council might join us, and um, if she does, awesome. If not, that's okay, too, because uh, we have lots and lots and lots of things to talk about. So if you don't know Austin, can um, Austin, can you just um, introduce yourself really quickly and let everybody know who you are? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Austin Hayes. I grew up in Ketchikan. Uh, I'm a private music teacher. I teach piano lessons and drum lessons, and I'm also an active performing uh, musician in town. I play drums in a couple of bands, and I play the piano and sing sometimes, and uh and I, I do lots of musical type things every now and then. Lots of, lots of musical type things. That's mm-hmm. how I know you. I think that's how I met you was just through musical type things. Yeah, you know? musical things and occasionally some theater stuff too. Yeah. With, with oh, yeah. Players. Yes, yeah. definitely. I've seen you on stage multiple times. Mm-hmm. And we were in uh, Fish Pirates together. We were right? in Fish Pirates yeah. Daughter together. I think that, like, was, that was my first time acting on stage. Was, was, it, was, was it really? Pirates. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was in 2011, yep, I 2011. think. Oh, yep. my God. All so long ago. That was my first time on stage too. Oh, nice! Since I was like a, a kid, I used to be in a lot of First City Players productions when I was really, really little, and then I hadn't really done a whole lot. So yeah, so that was my first time too. <laughs> I never would have thought that because you were like so good as you were, Sweet William. No, no, no. no. I, I was, I oh, was no. Hobson. You I was were the, Hobson. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. yeah. No, I was. I remember. I was like, oh man, all these people are so good and so experienced and I'm just like new and being a weird lady of the line. (laughs) (laughs) It it worked great for me because I, I do quite well at playing the goofy sidekick. So that you d- it was a really I, great I fit part right for you. into that part, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was um it was uh it was the house show was a lot of fun and you did a great job with that. And have you been in Fish Pirate's Daughter since then? I, I yeah, I did the following three years. Oh, okay. So I did four years in a row. Okay. And I haven't done it since. And you haven't done it since. Yeah. Were you hops in the all, whole all four years. All four years, yeah. Yep. It's kinda of funny with that show. I was a lady of the line once and then I was um oh my gosh, uh, Miss Maypole. Three times at least. So, yeah, it's like, oh, you're good in this role. And then they just kind of keep you there for a while. (laughs) Wonderful. So, where I just got a text message from Katie with Arts Council. She is on her way, which is exciting. So, let's talk really quickly, though. Let's just start talking about this awesome show that you have partnered with, with Arts Council, um, that's coming up. And uh, tell us all about it. So, um, a couple years back... um, a uh, few of you might remember that I did a show called Billy Joel Tribute a few years back. And um, I used to only do like jazz concerts. And I, I did a few 
pretty large scale jazz concerts with 15 piece bands. And uh, those were uh, really fun, but they were also very exhausting. And, and I kind of want to just take a break from that. And, uh, and I was like, I'll, I'll do something else. And, and I love Billy Joel. I was like, oh, what if we did like a Billy Joel tribute concert? That's mm-hmm. no one else is really doing anything like that. And it got me interested and excited because I like, you know, I'm kind of obsessive. So if I have some uh, random idea like, ooh, that sounds cool. And so uh, and I, I brought on Kyle Bailey to help me with it. And so he and I put together uh, the Billy Joel tribute concert. And that, to my surprise, was like the most fun I've ever had on stage. <gasps> Amazing. And so and so uh, after that, that was summer of 19, 2019. OK. And I made a list of like five other shows that I really wanted to do. So mm-hmm. I was like, OK, this worked. People liked it and I liked it. So I want to do more stuff like this. Yeah. And I had a couple of ideas, uh, more ideas for tribute concerts, as well as just other things I wanted to do. And uh, the next one I wanted to do was James Brown tribute. Okay. And so I spoke to Joe Williams and I was like, hey, man, would you be interested in doing something like this, but with the music of James Brown and we'll bring in like a horn section. And he's like, yeah, that sounds great. Right. I was like, fantastic. And uh, anyone who knows me knows that I obsessively take lists in my phone so I for right away I started making a list of ideas for James Brown tribute. Uh-huh. I started listing off songs and who could potentially be in the band and and how that would all work. Right, right. And then um and so uh I started listing off songs some of my favorite James Brown songs and some ones that I didn't know as well. And then uh I started I came across some other songs like, well, that one's Stevie Wonder, but I'll just add it to the list anyway. <laughs> right. Oh, this one's Sam Cooke, but I'll add it to the list anyway. And uh, before I knew it, I had several different artists, not just James Brown. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, we should really bring in a female vocalist to balance out Joe. And then we could do some harmony stuff. So I thought of Jillian Pollock. Yeah. And uh, and so I was like, then we could do some Aretha. We can do some Amy Winehouse. Yes. And I was like, fantastic. So... Uh, and then the the show kind of evolved into something very different than what I had originally intended. And uh, but of course, COVID kind of shut it all down. So I kind of just shelved the project. I was like, all right, I'll do that some other time, whatever. And and then Kathleen Light calls me last summer and says, hey, do you want to put together a show for the Arts Council? And I'm like, well, what'd you have in mind? And she's like, well, we, you know, we love jazz. And I'm like, well, that'd be fun for me. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> and, uh, Maybe not everybody else. Yeah, those, not get a very select handful. Of yeah, people. like, like yeah. you know, the right audience, sure. Yes. But, but yes. she was like, well, what about like something dancey, or what about another Billy Joel thing? That was cool. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that was cool, but I already did that. Like, I mean, yeah, I could do another one, but I had this other idea for something new. And I pitched this idea of of basically what evolved into a night of Motown soul and R and B from a variety of artists. Yeah, and uh, and she loved the idea. And then I started making calls, and I got Joe Williams and Jillian Pollock to be our lead vocalists. And uh, in the rhythm section, we got Kim Henriksen to play keyboards. We got Chaz Gist to play bass. Alvin Inoncilio to play guitar. So we've got a solid rhythm section. Mm-hmm. I'll be playing drums. And then we have a four-piece horn section. So I got Jeff Carlson on trumpet. I got uh, Dave Kiefer on alto and baritone sax. Uh, Jamie Carlson will be playing tenor sax and flute. And then we have Jolene Flom playing the bass trombone. Wow. And we have two backup vocalists. We've got Tora Zamora and we've got Danny Pratt. Oh, so my goodness. all together, it's a 12-piece ensemble. That's incredible. So this is not like karaoke. This is not no. like, I mean, <laughs> talk about some of the work that went, that went into creating this show. It's not like you 
just got the sheet music off of musicnotes.com or something and pass it out to everybody. Right. What did you do to, to actually create this? Because I know the work that goes into it, yeah. but most people don't. So, so, so uh, I, I went to college for to study music. I went to Cornish College of the Arts in Seattle and I studied music and uh, I didn't get a degree, but I finished all my music classes. And so I'm, I'm very skilled at composing and arranging for different types of instruments and mm-hmm. how they all transpose. And that's what I always wanted to do. I remember being a kid listening to like video game music. I'd, I'd be playing video games, but not actually playing them. I'd just have the music playing and I'd just sit there and just listen to it. And all I could think was, I would really like to have this music be like in a jazz band. That'd be so cool. Mm-hmm. And here I am as an adult and I can do all those things. Mm-hmm. It's like I basically fulfilled my childhood dream. <laughs> so so uh, what I did was I picked all the songs that I wanted to do. And uh, I, I figured out what instruments we're going to need to make that a reality. Because a lot of the songs I picked actually have full strings. Mm-hmm. But uh, what you can do is, okay, uh, we don't have a full string section. And uh, we probably could bring in 20 violins. But uh, I don't know if we <laughs> have that many in Ketchikan. <laughs> right. But instead, we, you can rearrange those to work with a four-piece horn section to, to serve the same function. Okay. So basically, I had to pick songs and pick the personnel to make something like that work. Uh, and then I just wrote all the sheet music myself. Wow. Because like you could find something on, on sheet music or musicnotes.com right, right. or something. But usually it's it's wrong. It's notated wrong. And it's about 30 pages long. And, yes. And you have to pay lots of money. And, it's, and, it, and they don't let you see the music ahead of time because they don't trust that you'll actually pay for it. Right. Which is understandable. But then when you actually do pay for it and get it, sometimes it's perfect. Other times it's just not very reliable, you know. Right. And most so, of them aren't, they're not created for like 12 pieces. That's right. They're ensembles. not They're not designed for our specific ensemble. Yes. And some of the songs, I, I changed the keys to fit our vocalists. Right. Because I wanted to, fit, to find keys that really highlighted their vocal range perfectly. Right. So most of the songs we're not actually doing in the original keys. Yeah. So, uh, so basically that's how we got it. I, I just picked the songs and then I just wrote it myself. And then you spent a lot of time going mm-hmm. through and, and writing the sheet music and transposing and doing all of that work. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness gracious, that is so very exciting. Yeah. So um, so when is this show happening? And our, our friends from the Arts Council are here. Hello, Katie. Hello, Jeff. How are both of you? Good. We're good. Good. Thanks good. for having all of us today. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Well, I just spilt water everywhere. Hopefully nothing explodes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> nothing smoking so far. Yeah. so far. We're fine. Okay. So a night of Motown soul and R&B is happening when? Saturday, May 7th. At what time and where? So it'll be at 8 p.m. That's when the show starts. The doors will be open at 7 or 7.30? 7.30. 730. Yep. The doors are open at 7.30 and the show will start at 8 p.m. And they'll be at the Ted Ferry Civic Center. It'll be at the Ted Ferry Civic Center. That was a repeat. <laughs> That's right. It'll be at the it'll be at the Ted Ferry Civic Center. So, are there tickets still available because I know things are selling pretty fast. They are. All we, we have um, tables uh, we wanted to give people a chance to the tables for the wearable were such a hit that we wanted to bring those back. And so we have a combo this time of tables and theater-style seating. And so theater-style seating is where they're lined in sections. So uh, we have, uh, uh, sadly, all the tables have been purchased. Okay. So that's there's, good news. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's good news for, for everyone. Uh, but we do have a few theater-style seats left 
Oh, we, okay. We, just a few, though. Just a few. Uh, about uh, 20, 25 seats left. Okay. So that's good news, too. It's going to be a great place to hop around and uh, groove and sing and uh, listening and dancing. It's just going to be lots of fun. Yeah. So is there going to be a dance floor set Yes, there up? is. Yep. So so uh, I wanted to design the layout so that we had a dance floor front and center Okay. with the glitter ball hanging from the ceiling, Very of course. Very nice. And uh, every song, even the slower ones, are dance numbers. We designed it to be a dance show. And we have two sets. Each one is about an hour long with like a 15, 20 minute intermission okay. in between. Okay. So there will be plenty of Plenty of great danceable Mm -hmm. music. How super fun. So if people want to get tickets, what's the best way to do that? You should call the Arts Council at 907-225-2211, or you can visit um, the website at www.catchcanarts.org, and you can purchase tickets directly at the website. And um, we are requiring proof of vaccination. And mask. And mask or certified negative molecular test. Okay, okay. So, proof of vaccination and a mask? Well, uh, you don't have to wear the mask all the time, but you do, okay. uh, when you're at your table or seating with your people, uh, with your core, with your, group? your pod, your group, okay. no. But uh, if you're up and around with others, you might want to... Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Or waiting in line at the bar. Waiting in line at the bar. All right. Well, that's really important to know. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah, you there's can... a no-host bar, and there'll be snacks and seats and, and disco balls and amazing music, and it'll just be a wonderful evening out. Yeah. One difference also on those who have already purchased tables and those who have purchased seats or theater-style seating, uh, the tables are reserved so uh, you don't have to worry about that. When you come, we'll show you where your your tickets, your tables are. But the theater-style seats are unreserved. Okay. So it's a first-come, first-choose uh, as far as your location. Okay. It's general seating. Okay. So get there a little bit early. That way... As soon as possible. As soon as you can. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. So have uh, Jeff and Katie, have you guys heard any of the work that Austin and all the musicians have been doing? I only heard it for the first time uh, last night. We had the full band together for the first time last night and we ran all of the music of set one. Oh my and goodness. it's pretty incredible. I'm so excited. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, the last couple of weeks I've just been doing section rehearsals. Okay. So I just I just worked with the lead singers and the rhythm section, and then I had a separate rehearsal with just the backup vocalists, and then a separate rehearsal with just the horn section. Right. So like I've heard all the pieces, and no one else has really heard it uh, aside from just us. Yeah. And then uh, last night we had everyone. Together. together for the first time so I, we might snap a video we're meeting again wednesday night to do set two we might snap a couple videos and maybe share them as like a sneak sneak peek type of deal or something <laughs> that would be awesome yeah. i have seen um the amazing costumes that they oh. have going on have you talked about the costumes? no I not, not yet, about the costumes yet. <laughs> no. yeah thanks to jackie jones bailey for yes. helping us coordinate the costumes but yes these 12 wonderful amazing artists will be wearing costumes they're very shiny. 
They're very shiny. Yeah. Yes, they will catch the light from the disco ball well. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that look you gave like, you have costumes. I, I know. I don't. I know. <laughs> I'm not surprised that there's costumes, but it just kind of added that layer of it really is, it's a show. Absolutely. It is yep. an experience and an event that a lot of time and talent and effort has gone into so that, you know, and in Ketchikan, we haven't had the opportunity to really get out and do something super fun like this a whole lot over the last couple of years, you know? So this is exciting. It's really exciting. Uh, the Ketchikan Area Arts and Humanities Council has um, Torch Nights, and Torch Nights are a performing arts series, and we try to do two concerts a year. And, yeah, we haven't seen a concert since 2019, uh, with the exception of Small Glories that just happened in March. And... Small Glories was so much fun and it was so exciting, fantastic. and everybody really wanted to dance, and mm-hmm. everybody, and so we were really looking forward to um, Austin Hayes' show, A Night of Motown, um, because it's it's that plus everything more. It's local, yeah. It's all of our wonderful performers. It's disco balls and dance mm-hmm. floors. It's at the Ted Ferry. It's big and dress up and dress up. fun and getting out and just having a good time. Which, you know, I like I said, we just haven't really been able to do that. But it's also, it's locals. It's, yep. it's, it's, it's... Everybody in the band lives here. Yeah, yeah. And that's, we have such incredible talent in Ketchikan. Another reason why you d- haven't been able to get everyone together is that they've been involved with other things. Like yeah. the last production uh, for City Players uh, with mm-hmm. Hog. There were so many of them in the band there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and other things. So it's just amazing the talent we have in this community and and uh, you're going to be blown away once again by that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just want to talk really quickly about the 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 talent and then the opportunities for musicians and performers to 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 do what they love to do. It seems especially that there's it's just growing more and more. I know Austin, you're involved with multiple different um, different little bands and opportunities to play in different locations. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that there are a lot of people who are musicians and who are performers who aren't really plugged into that. Is there? Um, can you you know give them any suggestions? Questions on on things that they could do or places to go to maybe get plugged in to find out where they can perform or if they're wanting to like expand their knowledge or experience or anything. Well, um, uh, a great resource we we have right now is the open mic nights at the Creek Street Cabaret every Sunday. That's every Sunday from six o'clock to about nine o'clock, and it's open sign up. So it's not just for musicians. It's you know if you want to read a poem or or whatever. Uh, that's a really great foot in the door. Uh, right now, there's not a whole lot else going on these days. We, Of course, we had the monthly grind, which hopefully the monthly grind comes back because yeah. that's a really terrific opportunity. Um, but the, I think the best way to get your foot in the door, if you if you play and you want to get out and play more, then you know, just go to open mic night and, right. and just meet some people. You know, yeah. Because you can... Uh, it, it doesn't take a whole lot to just kind of meet a couple friends and be like, hey, let's just practice a couple of songs and then just perform them somewhere, you know? I mean, a lot of places will let you just do that for free. Like, you know, there's a, some uh, cafes and, and bars in town and stuff. It's like, hey, do you mind if we just play for a couple hours? It's like, yeah, that sounds great. Right. You know, so if you just want to get your foot in the door, there's the opportunities are there, you know, or just talk to me. I'll, I'll help you out with that. You yeah, know? <laughs> definitely. Let's <laughs> well, say, um, get 
go to open open mic night and to meet a couple of people. That's a really great. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a really, that's great, a really great spot to meet people. Yeah, yeah. Katie, you wanted to say something? Yeah, right now, um, the Ketchikan Area Arts and Humanities Council is accepting applications for Music on the Dock, oh, which is yeah. a city of Ketchikan run program to um, offer local musical artists an hour of time. Um, we pay $100 per musician up to $500, and that is for an hour. And if you've never played in music on the dock before, there is a um, audio tape that's required um, to to share your abilities with us. Um, and the applications are available right now at www.catchcanarts.org. And there's a whole schedule for the season. And so I think with the exception of Wednesdays, there's Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and every week from the beginning of May all the way through September. And so as soon as we get the, <clears throat> excuse me, as soon as we get all of the um, applications in, we'll be setting the schedule. So you can circle all the dates that you can make it, and we'll try and fit you in as many places as possible. Nice, nice. And Music on the Docks is a really neat program. It's been going on for how many years now? Four years. Four years. Yeah. And I love the, you know, you're, you're able to adapt to the weather. Yes. Rain or shine. We do Music on the Docks from noon to one. And it's on the births. It's birth one if it's sunny. Uh, birth two. Uh, by uh, the KVB building. Yeah, birth two by the KVB building. If it's sunny, and then if it's raining, birth three. Under, yeah, the shelter at birth three. Okay, okay, perfect, perfect. So if you're interested in performing and being a part of Music on the Docks, uh, get in touch with the Arts Council, and they can talk with you more about the requirements. Yeah, if you want to come by uh, the Main Street Gallery at 330 Main Street, you can also pick up a paper application. Oh, cool. And they can probably get one off of your website, too, ketchikanarts.org, and also find out about all of the other cool things that you guys have happening, which we'll talk about also. Okay. Um, Austin, is there anything else you would like to cover? We're going to do another big plug for uh, Night of Motown at the end of the show. That is May 7th, uh, uh, Saturday. So that is not this upcoming Saturday, but the following Saturday. Very, very close. Tickets are almost sold out, so you want to make sure that you get in touch with the Arts Council, you can again go to their website, catchcanarts.org. They're $25 each and they only have theater style seating available right now. So if you're looking for something fun to do where you get to get dressed up and go dancing and listen to some wonderful music put on by some incredible talent, do not miss out. It's going to be a super good time. Yay. Super fun. We'll be super fun. We're going to take a really quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk about all the other great stuff the Arts Council has going on. Do not go anywhere. And we are back with First City Forum. It is April 26th. I'm Catherine Tatsuda having a great conversation with Austin Hayes, who is a phenomenal musician and composer here in Ketchikan. And uh, he's partnered with the Ketchikan Arts Council to produce this incredible event that is happening on May 7th that we've been talking about, a night of Motown, Soul, and R&B. Tickets are available. You can go to ketchikanarts.org or call the Arts Council at 
at 907-225-2211 to find out more about this show or how you can get your tickets, which you want to do because it is nearly sold out, fellas. So, and ladies, and you want to make sure you have your best clothes handy and some dancing shoes. All right. This is super exciting. I love this type of thing. And um, so, but Katie and Jeff, I mean, what else do you guys have going on down at the Arts Council? Well, it's always hopping at the Arts Council. We have a whole bunch uh, we're working on for you. Um, Next week, we will start May with a bang, a big bang, the biggest bang. The Celebration of the Sea is happening May 6th uh, on Friday. Yeah, so the the day before uh, Night of Motown's Soul and R&B is the 23rd Annual Celebration of the Sea Art Walk. Wow. And uh, that happens always the first Friday in May. Uh, We weren't able uh, to do it last year. But this year, it, um, everyone is so excited that downtown art businesses and galleries, we have uh, 23 or more uh, that are participating this year, and it's just going to be a, a, a live night. Yeah. yeah. So um, so let's say someone is listening, and this is their first time ever hearing about this or an art walk that we do in Ketchikan. Can you just give us a little bit of an of a explanation of what that all entails? Sure. Uh, the art walks are an opportunity to bring everyone out of their house and celebrate and participate in local art and local art businesses. And so um, all of the local art businesses participate and you go out on the town and we oh, organize other events. So we'll have the Celebration of the Sea, which is, um, I'm sorry, the, we will have the Blessing of the Fleet, which is... Uh, and uh, Keith Anderson is Pastor Keith Anderson will be out on Raya's Raya's float. Raya's float, and he'll do a blessing. And we usually have the Misty Thistles pipes and drums play, and we bless all of the fleets of the past and those have been lost at sea. And then we bless the fleets of the future and hope for a great season and then the main street gallery will have an exhibit opening this year it's carmel anderson and her exhibit is foster love foster care and um and yeah you get out you get outside all of the different art businesses will have pop-up galleries featuring local artists and drinks and food and music that's right um some of these uh not only have local art uh, on their walls by local artists, but they have great music, they have fabulous food, and so those are some of the businesses they'll be included. And the Art Walk is not just one hour, it's not just two hours, it's three hours of fun in the evening. It's from 5 to 8 p.m. May 6th, uh, and it's just going to be a great, great time. so individual participants will have refreshments possibly or uh, special sales and things. And so it'll be um, new, new art, not just the things you've seen before, but new right. art is going to be there. So this will be a great time to just enjoy it with family and friends. And it's um, by locals for locals. It's before the season starts. So it's this great big opportunity to just go celebrate with friends and family and because we know how busy it's going to be 
So, yeah, yeah, I know that I know that the Art Walk is always a just a, an event, a fun event that people look forward to. Do you have a list of businesses? Um, and I and, don't have it with me. Okay. I can. I'm afraid if I start naming them, okay. that I'm going to <laughs> leave someone out. But like I said, there's 23 okay. uh, businesses. And, and, and you can pick up the flyer of all of the participating businesses at the Main Street Gallery or at any of the participating businesses night of. Yeah, we'll have that map and the, loc- uh, the participating businesses on our uh, website uh, either today or tomorrow. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. That's really exciting. So it's actually like a weekend of uh, really fun events to get you out of the house, spend quality time, maybe pick up some special presents for family, friends, yourself, um, and, you know, enjoy the beautiful, I don't know, we just live in such a talented community, you yes. know? Yeah, with artists and creators and musicians and performers. And, oh, my gosh, just a wide range of fun. It sounds like this um, next weekend, not this upcoming weekend, but next weekend. Yeah. I counted um, the artists that are featured in the participating art businesses and galleries, and there's 40. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. It just shocks me 